Hello, I'm Rachel Richards and welcome to Teenagers Untangled, the audio hug where we use research by experts and our own experience to discuss everything and anything to do with parenting teenagers. Hi there, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist and musician. I'm a mother of three teenagers, two of them are twins. As a parenting coach, mother of two teenagers and two bonus daughters, I've seen the transformative power of getting people together to share ideas and support each other. So here we are. Welcome, pull up a chair and let's begin. And today we're going to talk about conflict management. It's kind of a strange phrase, isn't it? But yeah. it's just basically dealing with things we don't agree. When people kick off. When people kick off. Uh, all of us need this with our partners, schools, yeah. teenagers. Yeah. It's a fundamental so it's, part of life. It's a fundamental part of life. So, um, and when we're thinking about why it matters, one of the points I read was that when preteens and teenagers avoid conflict, which they often do, mm-hmm. they tend to do things behind your back or lie to you. Yeah. So, because they don't like conflict. No. A lot of adults don't like conflict either. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Society, I mean, who does? Who does? Don't let's like, be no, honest. No, no. Well, no. No, you're... some people are quite. Yeah, some people actually will pick a fight. Yeah, and then there's a reason for that, isn't yes. there? It's yeah. not to solve the conflict. It's because it feels good to get that out. Yeah, particularly if you're at a computer screen and no one else is there to yeah. actually talk at you. <laughs> okay, and then also I love this quote from self-care expert Cheryl Richardson, which is, if you avoid conflict to keep the peace, you start a war inside yourself. Yeah. I think that's so right. We do need to have these conflicts. But there's a way to do it. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yep. I've got some great uh, tips and an acronym on how that can help us. Uh, before that, we'll cover our nuggets. Yeah. Oh wait, we've we've got a we've got a review. Oh, we've got a review. Let's have a, let's do Let that me first. read that first. So massively useful and thought provoking is the title. Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know how much I value your podcast and how helpful and reassuring I find it. And the timing of this episode on overreacting was uncannily perfect. I have listened to it twice. Wow. (laughs) I've actually found it massively useful and thought provoking in relation to a relationship with a mum friend of mine who really triggers me and gets inside my head. So I thought that would be useful to say that it's all so useful for all of our relationships, not just those we have with our kids. Anyway, huge thanks for all your work and top tips and all good things. That is um, from Tara. Thank you, Tara. Tara, That's just such a lovely piece of feedback. And it feeds directly into what we're talking about today, because parenting isn't just about, you know, (laughs) like, are my children drinking? Are they vaping? It's actually about these really fundamental skills that we all need and possibly didn't get when we were growing up. So, uh, or that we need refining. And how we are in one relationship is how we are probably mm. in them all. So yes. it's all related. I totally agree with Tara. And our kids are watching the way we behave and learning from that. So it's also about the way we relate to our partners because that will teach them. Yes, yeah. absolutely. They so, do what we do, not what we say. Yes, all that. <laughs> <laughs> so your nugget, let's have a listen to that. My nugget this week is... Um, um, we have a bit of have developed a bit of a tradition, particularly with one of my kids. For when when we have a conflict, which is life and happens, we kind of uh, often text each other, which sounds a bit weird. <laughs> but actually, it works really well. Um, so we we are able to have conversations face to face. But sometimes, when maybe it's not quite resolved, or if there's something I want to say and it's sort of hanging a little bit, uh, or he. 
um, we all text it um, and it can be longer and it can be more sort of, you can think of what Thought you're going to say. Yes. And it works really well. And, and we've had loads of really good text conversations about quite important, serious things. And the reason I'm bringing it up now is that we had, there was actually something, um, and I prob- I've introduced that, I started using that. And now it's coming back. Um, from two of my kids actually but particularly particularly this one one child um, and there was something really important that um, had been you know he wanted to share um, and um, said that he, he did and, and then he went actually do you know what mum I'm, I'm gonna send you a message um, and it was really important and it worked so well so it, it was the, the point of it is that you know we set these things out and then our kids pick up on them and it becomes really useful I think that's amazing um, amazing and also it's very relevant for this <laughs> this episode again yes. because one of the points that will be made when we're talking about the acronym that you can remember mm. is that Sometimes it's better to write it down beforehand yes. because it settles in your own mind what you're thinking because yeah. quite often we feel emotional and we find it very difficult to pick apart what we think. And yeah. then it, trying to explain that to somebody else yeah. is so much harder. Yeah. So actually sitting writing it down yeah. forces you to explain it. Yeah, and, and as well as that, is it's such a great connector. So I also yes. wrote a card to my daughter. We also we had a little bit of an interesting weekend, and nothing drastic, but um, you know we had disagreed on some stuff. And 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 um, I wrote a little card which oh, she likes, so and it's just a little silly yes. thing, but it's the effort of doing it and giving it and sort of posting it under a door. It's just really good connector. And and then it's like, oh, thanks, mum. That's adorable. Wow. Yeah. I've never done that. I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the mum's leaving things in the lunch boxes. And I'm, yeah, yeah, no, I'm it's, it's that. really good. And then yes, she sent one very... back to me later that day and, and we're totally cool. Yes, I love that. Um, for me, I had an incident where my daughter is away and forgot something mm. that she critically needed and it's quite expensive AV equipment and the school it's from the school so she messaged me and said please please I'm so so sorry really sweet I'm so sorry mummy um could you possibly bring it this is a two-hour round trip and uh so I was actually quite cross because Mm. I had already uh, several times said can you pack that stuff away properly can you move it from the kitchen because it was lying in the kitchen so there were all sorts of issues and it had been left in my office unpacked So I thought, how do I deal with this? And I actually wrote her and said, I I will, I'll do this for you. I am upset. So I expressed my feelings. Mm. And I said, and you can uh, pay for my petrol. Mm. The alternative is you can pay for my time and I'll charge you at minimum wage. And she said to me, (laughs) well, which is cheaper? And I said, you're going to work them both out. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and so Love and it. I said, and I want the answer by the end of the day, <laughs> which one you're going to use. I sent her a screenshot of the fuel use in my car, how long I'd driven for. And then I also sent her the cost of the fuel I put in. And it was £1.60 a litre. The point is that actually you you get the uh, fuel use or of my car in miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. So that involved a conversion that she had to do that's complicated yes and so the first answer came back wrong and I said no try again show me you're working and I (laughs) said here's a hint here's a hint and (laughs) and the great thing was it gave her an understanding of why maths matters yeah okay it gave her a chance to practice some of the skills that she's supposed to be practicing for her exams 
And it also gave her the choice. So what am I going to do? Which am I going to pay? And this is why my allowance system works really, really well, because she totally said, she mummy, that's completely fair. I totally Mm -hmm. understand it. It was a very easy thing to do. And I just take the money out of the account Mm -hmm. and then it's gone. So I don't sit reminding her about it because you know what? We all make stupid mistakes Mm -hmm. and she's paid her penalty. Mm -hmm. I've resolved it in a way that I'm happy about. So it works. Well done, mum. Let's go on to conflict. And we know it's a major issue for human relationships. Conflict is a is a really important part of life. And generally, we shy away from conflict, possibly because we associate it as being either or as either, oh, we sweep it under the carpet, or it's a really big drama that ends up with, you know, big, big scenes and a lot of pain. And what we could be better at is teaching our kids and teaching ourselves as adults that conflict is a part of life is an absolutely normal part of life yes it can feel a bit uncomfortable but if we if we um, address it really early the first signs of a conflict and we learn some some tools and some techniques that mean that we can disagree and we can do it in a really healthy harmonious way then it's not such a thing to fear and we don't go oh conflict we go okay it's part of life what, yes what's i see a conflict here? right what do i do about it yeah and get yeah. in there quick rather than it. having that panic yeah love that and it's that's it conflict resolution is the ability to settle disagreements using negotiation and compromise yep. one small study which was published in science direct it was found that parents and young teens don't use systematic methods of solving disagreements as if we need a study to tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> uh they found Young teens thought parents or siblings initiated most disagreements. Oh, which okay. I love. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that the disagreements were yes part of the routine. Yeah. And okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and um, and I think I, what I thought was funny about this was my daughter one day turned to me and said, "Mummy, I've 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 noticed we, you know, I, I know that I annoy people um, at home often, and I've realised that the way to deal with it is just you know when I'm told I've done something bad, I just go." Oh yeah, okay, thank you. Sorry. And then I just <laughs> and I just said, you know, you are so smart. That's incredible because what do you say after that? Yeah. However, diffused. however, yeah. I have said to her, it's a very useful thing to diffuse a situation, but I mm. would quite like to know your viewpoint because yeah. and I was reading something actually yesterday just by coincidence of um, you know, the difference when we when we're bringing up our kids, the difference between compliance and cooperation. Brilliant. And compliance is, you know, and it's that's really prevalent in, in this culture for bringing up, you know, especially in small kids. Oh, they, they need to be good. They need to be quiet. They need to behave. You know, you don't want you don't want the kid that steals all the cake at the party. You don't want <laughs> you don't want the one that goes and bites the others or pulls their hair because, you know, the other kids, whatever the situation mm. is, you want the compliant kid. Um, so they kind of clip their wings a bit. Mm. And that's not good. You want the kid who can cooperate, that can verbalise. So that's the conflict resolution. Yes, fascinating. So, and and then with the parents, they thought the disagreements represented their struggles with their role as a parent. Uh, there were opportunities to instill a sense of intrinsic responsibility in their child. Mm. So, yes. Yeah, so we, we, we're actually, even the conflict, we're coming at it with a different viewpoint. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And another study 
that I looked at was a training program that was conducted in four classrooms in an American middle class elementary school. 92 students in the third through sixth grades received 30 minutes of training per day for six weeks. That's a lot of training. Yeah, a lot of training. Um, but the training focused on negotiation and mediation procedures and skills. And what they did was they checked before and after, you know, how are these kids yeah. dealing with it? And they found a f- that within four months after the training, the students were still using the procedures to resolve conflicts. Amazing. And it meant that there was a massive reduction in the number of conflicts and the parents who were having to, and sorry, the teachers and the principal who mm. were having to deal with the conflict. You know, they weren't going, teacher, teacher, just did that. Yeah. Right? They were resolving the problems amongst themselves. Yeah, brilliant. They because they have the skills and the tools. Yes. And it's also normalized that they're going, the conflicts are going to come up rather than being a big drama. And we get this at home. We get a lot of parents who say, my sibling, you know, the siblings are arguing all the time. Yeah. I mean, one thing is, you know, rather than having to intervene is teach them how they yeah. can resolve these conflicts themselves. Absolutely that. Right. So I looked at lots and lots and lots of websites and lots of books. And the one that I found incredibly helpful was Making Great Relationships by Rick Hansen. And the reason I found it so helpful is because he probably because he thinks like me and he's very clear. Mm. I like I just want an acronym. I don't Mm. want to have lots of wishy-washy stuff because I can't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, he talks about the types of conflict. He says there are realistic and non-realistic types of conflict. Oh, what does that mean? Mm. So a non-realistic type of conflict is rooted in, I don't know, ignorance, historic tradition, uh, prejudice. So, so let's say I'm a devout Catholic and you're not a not you. You don't believe in God. Yeah. If we start trying to have a, 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 a an argument, it's not really going to go anywhere because we fundamentally have different beliefs. So we can agree to disagree, and what you can do is you you stop it escalating. Yeah, I mean you can have a discussion, can't you? But I guess you that if the goal discussion. is that you want to agree, that's not probably not going to happen. Yeah. So this is what I mean. It's like, is are we going to get somewhere using, you know, trying this? Well, yeah. you can if you want to spend hours and maybe years trying to unpack, uh, you know, because these are fundamentally different ways of doing yeah. things or thinking about things. But that's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think we do have generally, again, big generalization, <laughs> a mm. problem with agreeing to disagree. Mm. We don't really like it, do we? No, we it no. doesn't. It kind of sits open. We like to have it in a box wrapped up. Yes. No, we you're like, right. It's just, it's not a natural. That's so true. To agree to disagree is, is quite a, you know, a mature place to come to. Yeah. And I've, I've exercised that. I mean, I've been on Twitter where people have said rude things to me mm. and sometimes they, they've got a point and I'll just say, mm. oh, it's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. And then, then they just go, oh, yeah. uh, well, like, what do I do now? Yeah. Because agree to disagree <laughs> usually means, yeah, you can have your opinion, but really I'm right. Yeah. And I sometimes I <laughs> think, yeah, to really agree point. to disagree is like, is yeah. equal value for the opinions. Or I'll say, you know, I agree with this, but you're never going to make me agree with that because mm. I fundamentally disagree. And, yeah. But that's fine. And it's the cornerstone of empathy, isn't it? Exactly. So you don't have to agree. We don't have to agree, but we can, we have, you know, we can respect that you think in that particular way. And I understand that you do that. Yeah. And it's coming back to it doesn't have to be all or nothing. No. So and then the other type of conflict is realistic. Two parties have opposing needs or values. So is the conflict about value or emotions? Mm-hmm. And if so, don't worry, we'll come back to this. If it's about value or emotions, then you use conflict resolution. If it's about needs, it's collaborative problem solving. So we do have two kind of little avenues you can mm-hmm. use. And the collaborative problem solving, I'll just get that out of the way. That's basically, um, you've got four people in the house, you have one car, and they're all drivers. And they will say, well, I need the car. But the truth is, you don't all need the car. You just all need to get somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So the question is, how do you fix? 
how do you fix this? Yeah, so sort of a pragmatic solution. Yeah, absolutely. It's not it's not a value-based thing. It's yeah. just basically we all need... So you can all sit down together and say, okay, everyone come up with your solutions. We'll pick the best solution yeah. that, that everyone agrees is the best one. Easy. Yeah. It's not easy. Well, but it's, in a family, it's, it often becomes a value thing, doesn't it? I need it more than you. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. I need it more than you, but what do you need it for? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's get down to the need. Yeah. What is the need... Yeah. And once you can talk about the need, you can say, okay, you can give that one a lift to there Mm -hmm. or we can get a taxi. Actually, that reminds me of um, a book which I think is brilliant in a way of of managing conflict resolution is a guy called Marshall Rosenberg who wrote the book Nonviolent Communication and it's a whole thing, Nonviolent Communication. He's been, he's not around anymore, but he was used in lots of mediation, you know, in the Middle East and all sorts of things. Interesting. And he's got a, you know, way of doing it. Absolutely amazing, man. Um, And one of those was, you know, you need to... Uh, firstly be aware of what your need is and yes um, and, and know what the other parts need is because often we presume that it's the same as ours and it's mm-hmm. often not and he's got loads of other ways of you know of doing which i think is similar to the um to the things you're going to be talking yes. about in a minute yes but need knowing your own need and the other person's need and seeing are they the same and if they're not then well how do we approach this and coming back to what you said earlier it's about identifying that stuff so sometimes writing it down makes it much easier yeah. because if you haven't identified it then you can't really communicate yeah. it and if your need it turns out to be i just want to be right well maybe you can question that (laughs) yeah and so before you go into this you've got to understand that there are roadblocks to communication there are things like judging which is both Mm -hmm. criticizing and praising because what you're doing is you're still judging even if you're praising sending solutions so you're saying well you know i know the answer to this and and being the parent and saying this is the solution because Mm -hmm. what you're doing is there's there's no communication there Mm -hmm. uh avoiding the other person's concerns so you know diverting conversation to what you want to talk about Mm -hmm. or leaving the room Mm -hmm. uh because this matters and you've done that you've done not left the room you've actually stayed there with um, one of your children who was felt really strongly about something that you couldn't simply couldn't understand but absolutely it's worth sticking it out because yeah this this shows that you care enough yeah and that is the absolutely the key to it all is 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 in a family situation but in any situation is is really understanding and and again as you say like staying until you get it yeah please and and starting with a an open mind so I don't know where this conversation's going until we have it. I mm-hmm. really don't. I don't have a, an agenda. I don't have a preconceived idea. Actually, my only agenda is I want to understand. Mm-hmm. And I had this with, as you say, my daughter the other day where I I didn't agree with something. We had a, we disagreed on what we were going to do as a practical thing, but it was involving something I just didn't understand. So I said to her, I, I don't understand. I hear what you're saying, but actually I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. So tell me, talk to me tell me all about it and it took us ages of being backwards and forwards a bit um and eventually it was like okay i get it now and and she could hear that i got it and and we resolved it so until you understand you can't but you have to go in with an open mind and that technique there's actually a technique which is lufu l-u-f-u listening until they feel understood Oh, there's an acronym for yes, grinding. It's a great one. So it's just basically staying with them until yeah. they 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 see that you yeah. have listened to them yeah. and you understand them. Yeah. Not that you agree. No, that's you, you can agree. but you can understand them and that makes them feel yeah. that like they can come back in the relationship yeah. and the relationship is valuable. And in fact, at the end of that conversation, I actually said to her, I said, I still don't quite understand why it's so important to you, but I hear that it is, and I fed her back what it actually was. This is what I'm hearing mm-hmm. you saying. That makes sense to me. 
Um, and she was like, yeah, that is it. And we talked about those skills in our, I think it was episode three, when we talked about um, listening and talking, communicating with your teenager, because this stuff, it's about um, paraphrasing what they've said, what you think they're mm. saying, because that way they can either say, oh, yes, that's exactly yeah. it. Or they can say, no, that's not how yes. I do because that's the way you inch yeah. towards yeah. a full understanding. And those conversations, you're not trying to win or lose, which no, I think exactly. we often go into a conversation, especially when there's a sniff of conflict in it. We, Our ego wakes up and goes, oh, I need to win this. I need to be right. And so it becomes black and white. Uh-uh. <laughs> with a, Especially with teenagers, you, it's really important to go into it with a, I don't know what's going to happen. So the conversation sounds a bit more like, Oh, oh, I get it now. Or, oh, what do you mean by that? Or, you know, okay, tell me more about that. I don't quite get that. And it's a kind of an unpacking rather than a, right, this is what I think and you're wrong. And and because that just ends up in more fight. Yes. And one last thing, one of the roadblocks that we all tend to use is reassurance, Mm. which is a way of emotionally withdrawing from the other person while appearing to care or to be helpful. So when you go, well, you know, it's going to be fine though. You haven't really unpacked why it matters to them. You've just gone, you're going to be fine. You just want to switch it off because it's uncomfortable exactly and this <laughs> happens a lot with you know from my friend who's got cancer you know people yeah. go oh you're going to be fine don't worry yeah because they're <laughs> uncomfortable are with they it. really exactly and that related to that i think is really important that we have a little look at because when we have conflict it often wakes our stress response because mm-hmm. because because it's a bit more dangerous when we have conflict that's a survival thing um and looking what is our own particular stress response so is it fight is it flight is it freeze or there's a fourth one fawn um, and what are our kids? We all have different ones. And if we can identify that, and we, we all have all of them, but we often have a tendency. Am I, you know, if the fighting one is the one who's shouting and arguing and fighting about needs to win, you know, the flight, oh, no, there's fine. That's the I'm fine, mm. <laughs> run away. And then the freeze, you know, rabbit in headlights, fawn is like, you, you know, you do anything to make it, you make it okay again. You say mm. anything that makes it all good again. Mm. Um, and identifying with your kids, you know, what, what their tendencies are. So then you can, you can manage it. Is that's yes. really, really important because yes. that's Noticing. a reaction rather than an actual interaction. And people tend to grow up with anti-listening advice. I mean, you know, as parents will say, oh, don't listen to them. And also in classrooms, people tend to tune out or yeah. ignore because yeah. rather than cause a problem. Yeah. So and we have to, it's, well, it's a skill, it? it's a skill to, to learn this stuff. Yeah. So how do we do this? It's assertion. And people often confuse assertion with pushing your agenda, mm. but actually assertion, being assertive is about being honest about how you feel. Mm. So for example, my daughter came to me and said, I've got this problem with my, my friend. Um, she said she wants this, but I don't want to do that and but I don't want to ruin the friendship because it really matters to me and I said yes but what about what you need mm. how how is she supposed to know if you're not prepared to tell her yeah. that that is and a problem worked. for your friendship it, it, it was so very it, to be friends it requires both of you to be honest about how you think and feel her friend tends to really overreact this is a tactic that some people use either consciously or yeah. subconsciously my husband used to work for Lehman Brothers for a while which is an investment bank and he said there was a guy who in meetings would go red in the face 
bang the table, you know, and everybody would go, ah. Amazing. And, and he'd talk to him afterwards and say, oh, God, you know, that you were really upset. He said, no, I wasn't upset at all. I just use that, that tactic. tactic. That's so naughty. It's a really naughty tactic, but it's very powerful. So yeah. it's also about, okay, I see that you're overreacting right now. You're banging the table mm. or you're whatever, because then it doesn't send us into that, oh, I've got to calm them yeah, down. Yeah, okay. Because you go, okay, I don't know whether it's a conscious or subconscious tactic, but you've gone into that. That's yours. That's yours. Okay. <laughs> and so, the words that we pick, as well I don't know if you're coming on to that but the words that we pick because often if we get when we get into a conflict we get very blamey don't we like it's yes. you it's you it's me it's your fault it's my it's not my fault we're <laughs> desperate to get any blame off us because we don't want that sticking on us so it's, yes. it, it, our language becomes you did you did you did yeah. you do this and if we can change that to when this happens to be more neutral you know when this happens I feel this you can't disagree with how somebody feels no so that is it so so first of all, if you want to assert your thinking and mm-hmm. how you feel, it's the acronym I've put put up is OFA, O-F-A, okay? Don't use small talk before you do this. And my daughter <laughs> said, oh, I did that. And I said, oh, I, sorry, I forgot to mention to you, don't use small talk. And she said that was the thing that actually threw us off because... Why is that? Well, because people, people can smell it a mile off. You oh, know, say, for bluff. example, you start going, oh, this is really nice. And, and they're oh, okay. and, uh, like <laughs> just go in, just yeah. go in. You say, I just need to have yeah. a conversation yeah. and do it. So you, what you do is your first thing is, oh, objective, be objective, a non-judgmental description of the behavior asking the person to change, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Next one is F, feelings. So when you don't clean up after yourself is the objective. That's mm-hmm. the like, you're, you're, this person's not cleaning up. Mm-hmm. How it makes you feel. So that's or you the could F. even be more neutral, couldn't you? When when the counter is untidy. Yep, you can be more, more neutral you, about all it. The use out. Any any of that. Yeah. I feel annoyed. Yeah. That's the feeling. And then the effect. So how does what they're doing actually affect you? So it makes me annoyed because I then have to clear up mm. before I even start cooking. Yeah. All right. And then pause. Mm. And the reason you pause is because there's a very high chance that you will get a negative response of some sort, either that they lock down or that they fight back or whatever they do, because nobody likes being told that they've upset someone in any way, whatever it is, whatever their defense mechanism. So look out for the defense mechanism. Mm. And that's the point at which you do the loofah. So what you've got to do is you've got to really engage. Don't turn away. Don't start looking at your phone or whatever it is. Look at the person. Watch for the signals. Mm. How are they responding right now? Mm. And when they tell you something, try and show them that you're listening by feeding back to them. Okay, so I hear you feel this. Am I right? And really is it, listen. Is this, Don't yeah. just listen really to the listen gaps to them. and then jump in. Yeah, really. <laughs> you're not trying to win something. You're trying to, you're trying yeah. to explain how this makes you feel yeah that makes loads of sense does does the um does the this way because i always find that then then more is needed afterwards a solution so like a need what is my need in that okay for example it could be um how do you feel about not you know tidying up or just you know if you if you can't do it now then by six o'clock in the evening or whatever the situation is and then they can you, we, you can work out a solution. Of course, um, yes. You come, you come to without that. Then it's left a bit kind of. Ugh. Yes, you need to get to the point where they feel understood. So the the loofer is, you you might need to cycle a couple of times through this, yeah. them reacting, you coming back, and then once they feel understood. Mm. And you both feel like, okay, you get me, I get you. Mm. What's the solution? You go on to a collaborative yeah. fix phase. Yeah. 
Wait, which you, you can say. then ping back. I, I did. That was the ending of the, the disagreement I had with my daughter at the weekend. Is like um, we had two different solutions. One was you know something about a booking, and another was actually when when uh, when we disagree her brain goes offline as everybody does and she understands that now so she said I don't like it when you leave um if we've disagreed because and because I, I know what you're doing you're, you're waiting for my brain to calm down so we can talk about it but I don't like you leaving the room it make, it doesn't feel very nice um so we brainstormed it I said okay well maybe maybe I can stay in the room and wait for you to calm down would that work and she's like yeah let's try that so then it feels like a, we've come full circle there's a there's a tangible thing we can do next time yes and, and try out it might not work and that's the important thing is that you both now listened understood and now you come up you now you can come up with what's the answer yeah. and and coming back to things like consequences uh, which we've talked about in the past rules any of these things they require both of you to agree to them because yeah. otherwise what's going to happen is they, they won't be adhered to no these useful um, techniques can fit into every single one of our, these scenarios yeah. we struggle with at home. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, you have to absolutely be in agreement with it and be really flexible. So like they might come with an amazing solution that you haven't thought of and you go, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's try it. Let's ditch mine. You know, be yeah. really flexible and really open to ideas. Yes. And you, as you said, they may come up with something that you won't necessarily, that's actually a strong conflict mm. with yours. Yeah. That's something, a need that really is different mm. to yours which requires resolving yeah and you know you 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 have to understand yeah. that before both of you can move forward yeah and generally in the home I like to think I think we've talked about this before but in home situation it's different when in other places but I think you know the tone of a home is is something that is a process isn't it so we have that coke bottle um, image of you shake a coke bottle and you take the lid off immediately and the whole thing explodes so conflicts they start tiny always with people that we live with so you know take the lid off a tiny bit when it's tiny <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. than poof. I love that Good um, point so I always do that I'm always in like tiny bit of uh, tension I mean not in a weird neurotic way <laughs> that would be really annoying but you know okay this is something I just want to get this out here yeah um, and then you've taken the lid off a little bit and it doesn't explode yeah so that's pretty much it so it's offer and then Lufu mm. and, and then you can go into the, okay, let's negotiate what, yeah. what kind of a collaborative solution. Yes. Um, if you are in a situation where there's a lot of conflict yeah. in your home, there are ways you can get help. I'll put on the podcast notes, some of the organisations, uh, including speaking to Susie, you know, counselling services, parent line, uh, you know, the domestic family violence, you know, sometimes yeah. you, it's not really <laughs> that simple. No, uh, and conflict, it, you know, it can be really triggering. And if people have underlying things that, you know, they're very angry about or that's, you know, it's massively triggering, it can lead to violence. So yeah. that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. But, but these skills, practice them. Don't expect them to get them right the first time. Uh, my friend was trying to do this with her son and he's 15 and they got to the Lufu stage, which is the listening until mm. you feel understood. And he went, well, can't I just jump to the end? I mean, I heard you. <laughs> and she said, no, you have to actually feed back to me that yeah. you listened and you understood. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was in your classic son thing. Well, hang on, how long have we been doing this for? We've been doing this for two minutes. Your time is up, mum. <laughs> and yeah, I, told her about, I told her about the two minutes. She went, oh, don't even, th I think two, two minutes is too long for my son. I think maybe a minute. I said, you, you try it. That's <laughs> very funny. So, have you ever or never had conflict with your teenager? And 
I don't know, it's your household non-stop conflict. It's really, really a tricky yeah. subject. We'd love to hear if you have any great tips for us because we're always interested yes. in what people have used as um, to help them. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then of course, why not help others? Tell your friends, tell the school, subscribe to our podcast. Yes, please re- leave a review yes. or just talk to us. Yep. You know, we're very friendly. Always welcome. Uh, we're, on, we're on the social media. I'm terrible at Facebook. I am on Instagram. I'm kind of where my bonus daughters are. My, my teenagers aren't so much on Instagram. My bonus daughters are there and that's a great yeah. way for me to communicate with them and, and also with the listeners. So yeah. come and join us. Um, Susie has her own website, which is www.mindful-life.co.uk. And if you want to contact us directly, it's www.teenagersuntangled.com. Lots of ways to communicate with us, blog, um, you know, every episode is on there. So just come and come and say hi. That's it for now. Goodbye. Bye for now. <laughs>